0: Ooh, what's up, internet? My name is David Webb.
1: I'm Arielle Edwards.
0: We get Nerdy Nightly.
1: And we thought we'd share it with you.
0: <laughs> that is alright. It feels like we haven't done this in forever.
1: Yeah, well, because the last time we did it was...
0: The last time we recorded the podcast. We should be very clear about what it is.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the, last time, the last time we recorded the podcast was when we were driving. We didn't in... in no. No, we didn't.
0: No, the last time we recorded the, the, the Patreon podcast, Around the Nerd Table, which right. comes out only for our patrons, over <laughs> at patreon.com slash nightly. There's a little plug right up at the top here. Uh, we did record that one from the hotel. Mm-hmm. but we haven't done a full nerdy nightly podcast since our wedding night
1: oh my god! at
0: the um the fairmont
1: yeah 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 that's what it was yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> where i don't even know
0: um <laughs> it's been it's been a minute it's yeah. been a lifetime
1: <laughs> yeah yeah we've been married two weeks today i
0: Today, yeah, as of yeah. recording this, the two weeks end today when this comes out. Yes, and for sure. welcome back. We are finally getting back to a more regular schedule for the Nerdy Nightly,
1: G- yeah, getting there. Yeah, um, yeah. So, for those of you who don't know, <laughs> we uh we got married and then a few days later we drove across the country, um, mm-hmm. to our new place in Toronto um which is where we are now (laughs) yeah so you know it's been a crazy well first of all the drive was crazy and everything leading up to it was crazy Mm -hmm. and then the last few days have also been crazy trying to unpack and you know kind of make the space ours and and make it um you know kind of rearrange it to suit our needs because we obviously need a stream setup and Mm -hmm. we needed the best wi-fi that money could possibly get or internet but yeah um but uh, yeah, it's been fun.
0: It has been. It's been a weird kind of journey, particularly because, you know, we are moving cross-country at a time when, mm-hmm. you know, the pandemic is still raging on. Yeah. And it was very interesting to drive across Canada and see how different provinces were handling the pandemic. Yeah. And we're handling, you know, um, masks and no masks. And- yeah. Yeah. It's definitely, it, it, it's weird to be the only people in town wearing masks when you're in a small town, but also yeah. we felt that because we were driving across country, mm-hmm. and not, not frivolously, we had to drive, like, you know, we had to start our lives, you know. Yeah, we couldn't um,
1: just wait around in Calgary forever.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um. Nor could we live with my parents forever. I, I love them. They're probably <laughs> listening. Mom, love you. But, you know, we're, we're married now and we want to kind of have our own space. Yes. And we couldn't do that in Calgary. No. And so we we drove back east back home for us and we wanted to be very careful about not spreading provide you know in the in the crazy chance that we picked up COVID in calgary which i you know with how low the cases there mm-hmm. are it,
1: or even on the way in yeah like, we you didn't know, want to take it with us for sure
0: uh so we're very aware of that and i think that it was funny for people in small towns you're driving through who are like well you, you don't have to do that and we were like well mm, no we do
1: and here's the thing it's not even so much just like small towns like regina is not a small town but you know they've had almost no cases so mm-hmm. it's very different there than it's been in calgary or toronto um for sure but yeah it's yeah it's it's very weird crossing those province lines and seeing the mm-hmm. difference
0: yeah, especially in like, you know, in Mooseman, the town we were in when our car broke down.
1: The town.
0: <laughs> it's a town.
1: It is. It's got like four auto shops, a restaurant or two, and yeah. some houses, and that's it. I think it. it's I think it's <laughs> the
0: whole town is built around the fact that people's cars break down between Regina and Winnipeg. Yeah. And that's like the economy there. Yeah. But you know, we walked in, we had we we literally had to go to a restaurant there because um we didn't have a car for about 2 hours. And um yeah. Which wasn't the only time that's happened in the last couple of weeks, <laughs> but um, you know, no one there was wearing masks, and of course, we're wearing masks yeah. until we sit down because that's what we're conditioned to—not conditioned, but like that's what we're used to. Yeah, um, yeah. And it's just—it's so—it's it, you know, especially this week talking about mask regulations and whatnot, considering the American pre- president has <laughs> COVID. Um yep. Robert Pattinson had COVID recently mm-hmm. on the you know as Batman. Yeah. Uh, and with what's going on in the NFL, I mean, this is the nerdy nightly, so sports is not exactly our forte, but, (laughs) um, you know, it would be uh, to not notice the way in which the disease is affecting the NFL, I think is, you know, is imprudent considering the ways in which we're seeing the disease affect entertainment industries. For sure. I think... There, there's certain that ones that won't be hit. We, we had talked earlier about television, um, and how mm-hmm. TV's just raging on, and they're they're going to keep making new TV shows.
1: Yeah, they just you know they're just going about it a different way, but they're able to you know just keep keep motoring on.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, video games are still coming out. You know, Absolutely. we're about to go into the craziest release window of video games in recent memory that I know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, because you know it's been a long time since we've had a console launch. And it's been a long time since every video game in the year pushed back because of a quarantine situation. And so, you know, we're getting all of the games that were supposed to come out in March and the summer coming out in the fall right as the, you know, it's it's crazy to think about. Yeah, there goes all our money. Well, and, you know, (laughs) Avengers already came out, but Avengers was supposed to come out early in the year and Cyberpunk was supposed to come out early in the year. And those, in a normal calendar year, they probably would have pushed back anyway for development reasons and whatnot. Yeah. But we are seeing this very crunchy video game release window, particularly yeah. right around when the consoles come out and you get Valhalla.
1: Like what, in like mid-November?
0: Yeah, mid-November is wild.
1: nuts.
0: Valhalla, Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk. The two consoles. Yeah. And uh, The PS5 and the Xboxes. Yes. <laughs> Xboxes. It's weird that they're not the same thing. It's weird that they're different. Yeah. Um. And uh. So with that, Miles Morales. Like, there's a bunch of games coming out in one week in November. Mm-hmm. Granted, they're already all sold. Oh, the uh, the consoles <laughs> at least. Like, you can't buy one. Hopefully, yeah. we'll be able to buy one.
1: Yeah. But. We you guys, if you know a way that we can get a PlayStation Five, please tweet at the Nerdy Nightly. We need it. <laughs> and if
0: you know a way we can get an Xbox, tweet it at someone else because. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's uh, yeah, we have a PC. <laughs> yeah, we're going PlayStation.
0: Well, there's this. I mean, we our, our our PC is stronger than that Xbox is. Yeah, we really like. There's don't really no need... reason. No, there's... the the Xbox is growing on me as an idea for people who don't have a gaming PC. Yeah, like who maybe like someone who like has a Chromebook mm-hmm. for school. Yeah. And has enough money to get an Xbox, mm-hmm. but doesn't have enough money to really build a PC.
1: Yep, a hundred percent.
0: Um, and that's like the niche window of people that that's for. Yeah, but so video games are coming out. We know that. Um, unfortunately for those developers, crunch is coming for them, and we know we've seen. <laughs> you know, uh, Cyberpunk said that they weren't going to do a crunch for Cyberpunk. But mm-hmm. apparently it is happening now. Yeah. And, you know, um, how, do, do you, is that something that you follow? Do, are, how do you feel about crunches?
1: I literally don't know what you're talking about. <laughs>
0: right. Well, <laughs> awesome. So it's the period right before a game comes out. Yeah. When the people working on the game are not forced, forced, but also kind of forced to work much beyond their hours. In order to get it all done right before the game comes out, um,
1: why don't they just schedule it properly?
0: <laughs> that is the that is the question that every single <laughs> game developer has been trying to figure out since the beginning of game development.
1: Okay, it's I just
0: mean... it's 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 I yeah 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 that obviously <laughs> that
1: well and you're gonna have to pay people overtime like why don't you just hire extra hands to because i'm assuming at that point it's like the final touches and final details on the game you're not like in the like base programming stage so i feel like
0: but, but i don't know about that. i think that i i think that a lot and look i'm not an expert on this cuz i barely understand <laughs> you know i enjoy playing the games when they're done mm-hmm. um you know even like modding a game i'm like i don't i no i just just give me, me the game as it is if if it's <laughs> good it's good if it's not it's not i But my understanding with a lot of modern games is that the crunch comes down to figuring out servers and online and making that stuff work. I might be wrong.
1: Okay. I just, for me, I'm just like, why don't you just like, like, i don't know schedule yourselves better i just
0: but it's it's tough because that's that's the not the reality of the industry the reality mm-hmm. is that these people working on these games that we love and that come out and are you know such a big part of our culture as nerds mm-hmm. um are tasked with putting in an extremely excessive amount of time in the final weeks before a game's release yeah working six or seven days a week working 10 12 14 16 hour days yeah um and, it, it, you know, it, it's just it's tough because it's sort of difficult because we're outside of it.
1: Yeah, that's a. I think that's a big thing is I don't really understand how it works or why things are set up in such a way that that would be necessary. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just yeah, I don't know. I it's, it's hard for me to make any like real informed comments on it because I'm not informed. I don't. I don't understand how that works or what the idea is behind Mm -hmm. that. You know what I mean? Like, like, because if I, I I don't really know what else to compare it to. But if I was working at a retail store and it's the holiday season and Christmas is next week, you ha, you have extra people working the floor. Mm -hmm. You don't really have those same people working longer hours necessarily i don't know i just
0: i that i've never had that experience Mm -hmm. because every place i've worked that's had that kind of holiday vibe particularly restaurants Mm -hmm. is like okay it's holidays you work more you know what i mean like when i was working at becco in new york city shout Mm -hmm. out to becco the best italian restaurant i uh, this is not a negative story about becco (laughs) that is a place that sincerely holds the dearest place in my heart I, i had two and a half wonderful years there as a server and um when we would get to holidays, I knew that I was going to be working 15 hour days. Like, that was the culture. And you didn't have to. Like, you yeah. know, there were people who didn't. But um, I I showed up and I was like, all right, so I'm going to work every day. I'm going to work mm-hmm. from dusk till dawn. I'll maybe have one day off, probably Mondays. Yeah. Um, and I will make more money in a week doing that than I would in a month any, like I, I yeah. would make more money uh, in a week between Thanksgiving and Christmas than any month in the year prior, previous to that and probably twice what I would make in January. <laughs>
1: yeah, oh, for sure.
0: So it just, you know, and, and when I think about in relationship to what we do on stage in like a theater production, mm-hmm. we are so used to the idea that the final two weeks before the show, mm-hmm. you go into tech mm-hmm. and you're there for, t- you do 10 out of 12s. Hours. Yeah. And that's, you know that's normal yeah and it, what's been interesting is in this pandemic seeing these theatrical advocacy movements pushing to get rid of that um pushing to get rid of the 6-day rehearsal week um and go down to 5 days like every other industry and yeah. to get rid of 10 out of 12s in tech um In like union shows. Yeah. And I I do think it's interesting that there is across all of these industries this push to get rid of those kind of work hours.
1: Yeah, well, because I think that I think the reason for that is like people are starting to realize now that things run smoother when people have like adequate adequate sleep and like are happy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, businesses are much more productive when they give their employees vacation times or don't, you know, keep them at the office for 10 hours in a straight. You know what I mean? Um, I, I have noticed that, I think it was Google. Mm-hmm. It might have been. And... It, i'm not 100 percent sure on this this is like pulling from like the dregs of my memory mm-hmm. um but that like um uh, google office went down to like four-day work weeks and saw so much increase in productivity um and so yeah i think that i i think that we're starting to see that that's might actually be the better option mm-hmm. than trying to like push yourself to the absolute limits and being in some cases miserable
0: well, and I I think it's not just miserable. I think it's also that you 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 spend so much time at work that you inevitably end up not doing your work. Like the amount of yeah. time that you spend doing other things yeah goes up, and it's it's very True. interesting to me that well, yeah anyway I mean obviously it's it's interesting to that people who are happier do better work yeah and what a privilege that is. You know, there is an intense amount of privilege around being in the kind of job that can choose for you to be four hours days a week instead of five.
1: For sure, yeah.
0: That's, you know, not afforded to everyone. Mm-hmm. But... I think that in the case of video games going into the holiday season, it's 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 a cultural thing within that industry that isn't going to change right this second. Right. But I, I do think that as we move forward, we, it's something that we all should be more aware of. Mm-hmm. And, and trying to change, you know, I think these work cultures need to change.
1: For sure. And I'd like to turn that, you know, and make it a, a little more personal, I guess. And just take a moment to say, like, you know... Rest is important. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, uh, just from our experience, even over the past few days, you know, we've had so much to do and been going, going, going all day. And, um, you know, yesterday I was feeling so unwell. And I think it was just because it was a go, go, go situation. And, you know, just um, just a little PSA. Make sure you take some time for yourself to relax. <laughs> you know, you don't always have to be busy every moment. hmm So I just wanted to throw that out there.
0: Yeah, you definitely, (laughs) you definitely, you definitely need to take care of yourself. Yeah. Because you're no use to anyone else if you're not taking care of yourself. Yeah. And, you know, there's so many movements and causes and and your own life and work and paying rent and paying Mm -hmm. your bills. Mm -hmm. And it's a lot. And it it can be really hard in all of those things to find your calm and your, you know, (laughs) moments your sleep even just even getting yeah, eight hours for sure um lord knows i li- haven't <laughs> had eight hours
1: yeah if you're listening right now go uh have a glass of water yeah drink water <laughs> um
0: but you know I, I think you know obviously this episode of the pod is mostly about how the pandemic is affecting
1: i mean we're turning it into a lifestyle pod right now nerd
0: culture yeah that's like, true.
1: guys be kind to yourself be kind. hydrate be kind, <laughs> yourself and
0: be kind to others in the way that you want them to treat you as jesus <laughs> said
1: the golden rule
0: which i don't think jesus said
1: you're asking the wrong person we are the wrong people Let's yeah figure that not out. a clue
0: <laughs> to quote the bible yeah on the first day there was nothing
1: <laughs> i don't even know but literally like is that
0: the first line of the bible
1: i don't know i didn't i never even had the real bible i had like a kid picture version that was like an I... inch thick
0: Oh no! I had a I had a like kids' picture version that was that had all the Bible in it, but it was also mm. like animated. Oh, and Bible animations, not like animated, but like like drawn. <laughs> not like
1: it was, it, was it was a video book. It was a video way ahead of its time in
0: 1992.
1: <laughs> yeah. It was in uh, 32p. <laughs> oh God! No,
0: um, it was pictures, and it, the way that they draw the Bible for children is hilarious. Mm-hmm. Like it's really comical. When they're, you know, like, drawing, like, Samson and Delilah. Don't know these people. Samson is the one who had uh, his strength in his hair, and then his hair gets cut, and he's holding the pillars. (laughs) Yeah, there's a lot of, like, superheroes in the Bible. I don't know if you know this. Um,
1: (laughs) Wow. Okay. but,
0: But, like, there's a lot of really messed up stuff in the Bible. Yeah. And so whoever drew... I, I don't know how I remember this. I haven't looked at the thing in probably like 20 years. <laughs> it just
1: made such an impression. I
0: just remember like the parts of the stories that they would draw which would, would be whichever were the most like PG. And because hmm. those stories would have these like very adult, very weird parts to them, Yeah, it would always be like, no, no matter how far into the part of the gospel you're reading it would still be pictures of like the first moments of the story because they couldn't draw anything else right right. because like job is like murdering nice... his kids for god Jesus, and the animator can't draw that because it's for like children <laughs> you know so just like job and his family and it's just like repeated f- pictures of job and his family i hope i'm getting that right
1: i have no idea No. i truly god. am lost
0: yeah um nerdy nightly now a religious studies podcast
1: yeah <laughs>
0: but we will not read any of the texts we're just going to talk i think what we're happens gonna, yeah
1: we're just going to talk about what we think is in the bible
0: in the musical Godspell, there
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> there is a production oh, god.
1: jesus christ superstar <laughs> um, there is
0: a production of Godspell in calgary where we grew up at a community theater and <laughs> the i, I think god is the gospel of luke the musical gospel is based on one uh gospel in the bible okay and it's 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 a it's a really it's a really um fun piece of theater it's 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 very fun and i said fun twice oh my god (laughs) i don't know how else to describe it it's 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 um, delightful fun (laughs) and they actually it was the first musical back uh after it was the first equity production of a musical after covid um Oh. Uh yeah, act- to bring it back to our theme of how COVID is affecting the entertainment industry. Right, right, right. Uh there's a theater in the Berkshire Mountains that got permission to do a production of God's Spell. Oh. Um but uh in Calgary, the the musical ends right after Jesus is crucified and Jeez. it doesn't show the resurrection because that's not in that particular gospel. Oh. because um, not all the gospels have the same information in them. Right, right, because they're and all written by different people. So the show opened at the Pump House Theater in Calgary, and there were complaints from the audience after the show that they didn't show the resurrection, as what? if this like musical that was twenty five years old at this yeah, point.
1: Yeah, it's it's been around a while.
0: What <laughs> as if they had written it, and yeah. like so, um, the <laughs> the response from the person who was running the theater company was to put a sign on the door at intermission after everyone was back in the theater um that said um uh you didn't see if, if you want to see jesus rise again come back tomorrow night
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's good that's yeah, yeah, good marketing I was like, right that's, there that's funny that's mm-hmm. funny i like that
0: i just think yeah i think it's so silly to be like you didn't show this thing that isn't in the musical that you had to perform the way it's written because and of contract
1: isn't in the like source material
0: yeah <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah, yeah, what i mean yeah. like yeah, what a cell phone to be like, you didn't show this part of the Bible that doesn't exist. Oh my gosh. Um, it's fun though. It's, it's, it's a cute show. I don't know. I, I've never seen Godspell. It feels like I'm talking, I don't know. Godspell is one of those shows where it's like, it's not the most like deep moving pieces yeah, of theater yeah. ever.
1: It's like Joseph it, and the Amazing <laughs> Color dream Color <laughs> Yeah.
0: It's it, it is like the it is the between point between Jesus Christ Superstar and Joseph. Okay, okay. It is the that middle of those me, two shows. That
1: gives me a great idea of what the show is like. <laughs> that is very helpful. Thank you.
0: Um <laughs> yeah.
1: So there's actually like some likable characters in it as opposed to Joseph.
0: Um there are likable characters in Joseph. Really? No. No.
1: The brothers are all dicks. I like the coat. Joseph is a dick. His dad's a dick.
0: The coat doesn't do anything wrong.
1: Uh, yeah, if the if you're counting the coat as a character, <laughs> absolutely. I
0: mean, it's in the title. What is this episode of the podcast? What's happening? I don't happening? know. We are
1: all over the place.
0: Um, this is COVID. This... Yeah. I you know what though? You know what I will say? Let's take an ad break and figure this out when we come back. <laughs> How are you feeling?
1: I'm great. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. <sighs> yeah, you're good.
0: I was waiting for you to ask, but you you didn't. Okay.
1: I mean, I, I was exhaling to ask as you said you were good, so I just went with it, you know. Okay. Yeah. You're welcome.
0: We're good at this.
1: We're great at this.
0: The last branch of the entertainment industry who have been affected by COVID that we wanted to talk about because it seems it, this is the big news. Um of the week the the thing that everyone is talking about and or worried about uh i'm the latter <laughs> is that cinemark mm-hmm. the international cinema chain that runs theaters through the regal brand in the united states as well as i think it's called cinemark in the uk i, m- I might have that wrong because i've never been to the uk um no sorry cineworld is the company oh um they closed their Regal branches down after the new Bond movie, No Time to Die, moved to 2021. Oof. Yeah, it's a big oof. We yeah. are uh, living in a rather bizarre moment where the movies are scared to come back. Mm-hmm. But... But they said they were coming back, and so the movie theaters reopened. And now the movie theaters have been put in this weird position where they've been forced to reopen and then reclose.
1: Yeah. You know, they were counting on those movies so they could make money, and then the movies kind of pulled out, and now they're of shit out of luck. Which Yeah. You know, and we had talked about, like, like we had said earlier, you know, TV's doing fine, but we don't, we don't know about movies right now. Um, that whole side of the entertainment industry is not really making money right now, you know?
0: Yeah, and, and what's wild is that the companies are still making movies. Yeah. And so we're going to end up in this position where... We're in I, such
1: a backlog.
0: Yeah, and the problem is going to be that there's not enough money for all of them. Like, like from the consumer? Yeah, like there's yeah. going to be too many films coming out back mm-hmm. to back to back to back for them all to do well And and yeah. we've already kind of been living in a world where that was a problem mm-hmm. Like the last few summers of movies have been so packed yeah. that movies are opening in February Like movies never used to open in January and February and August and September Like those were like your dumping months where you'd put crap that you <laughs> didn't want to give a prime slot to And mm-hmm. now you have big budget films coming out in every month of the year. Yeah. Because there's just there's no space. Yeah. And we're going to run into a position next year where, you know, we have we Fast and the Furious 9, a mm-hmm. movie that was supposed to come out this year, yeah, is going to make b- loads of money. Like Fast yeah. 7, if fa- fa- ever since Fast 5, mm-hmm. really, those movies have been pulling in cash. Mhm. It moved out of the way of Bond. Because Bond so it had already moved to twenty twenty one. Yeah. James Bond, No Time to Die, moves to the same time period next year. Yeah. And Fast push Fast Nine pushed back because it didn't want to compete. Yeah. And I just don't see how they're going to
1: They're not going to be able to avoid that. There's going to be so much. And yeah. like and like you said, they're going to wanna be able to make Way for new things, so it's not like they can hold on to these movies forever. They have to get released sometime.
0: Yeah, yeah, and and you know, Wonder Woman's been pushed back. Black Widow's coming out next year. Mm-hmm. I, from what I'm seeing online, that experiment with Mulan on Disney Plus didn't really work. They yeah. didn't make as much money as they wanted to. Yeah, especially because it did not do well in China.
1: Yeah, and then it was getting not great reviews. So. Well, it wasn't getting
0: great reviews, and there was contro- it was controversial. For it was sure. a very controversial film. I mean, we didn't watch it because no. we felt like it wasn't um, a situation that we wanted to support.
1: Yep, for sure.
0: And so now we kind of end up in this position where I, I think that if they put Black Widow on Disney+, Plus, it would be very different.
1: Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Um,
0: I think that I would I would pay a lot of money to watch Black Widow <laughs> right now. Um, yeah, I would pay more than thirty dollars mm-hmm. <laughs> to yeah. watch Black Widow if it came out. If they put if they put a fifty dollar price tag on Black Widow and put Oof. it out next Friday, I, 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 would. But like,
1: I don't think I would do that. It would.
0: Okay, well, we <laughs> I mean, share you would. a bank account, so I technically, in a way, you would.
1: But like, if I, if I don't know, if I was at home by myself, like if I was, if it was just me, I would look at that and be like, Oh legs. no,
0: no, no, not by myself. I would have my bubble together. And I would watch, you know what I mean? Like, I, I, you know. All right. Although if I had been by myself the whole pandemic and you and I hadn't been together, <laughs> I probably would be willing to spend any amount of money on anything to feel things. Because yeah. the loneliness that would creep in to my soul. <laughs> um, but I just, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. If, I, I'm very curious to see if AMC, which is the big, um, the largest cinema chain in the States, is next. I wonder what they're going to do. Because without new movies, I just don't see how they can afford to be paying people to—they can't be there. I
1: honestly, I don't. Think how they can they afford
0: can. paying for the heat in the like literally yeah. just paying for the heat in the winter is an expensive thing in those giant movie theaters. Well, because
1: yeah, they're huge and mm-hmm. spacious. Like it's—I can't even imagine.
0: And the next big film to come out is um, Death on the Nile on October twenty third. Right. I right. I don't know if it's gonna be there.
1: That sucks. I if it hasn't already
0: pushed back. If I open Instagram right now, the first thing I might see is that that movie's pushed back. Because, like... I know. How can you justify opening a film if Tenet is going to open mm-hmm. and not make money? And, like, really not make money?
1: I mean, it should have been better, but that's fine. Well, I yeah. And, like, <laughs> our, our
0: feelings aside. Yeah.
1: I mean, no. It had, it had the money behind it. It had the names behind it. It should have made money.
0: And... And like maybe maybe that is part of the problem is that it just was it had a mixed response from the audience yeah and especially from people who you know have good hearing um but <laughs> is that too snide nah um the sound mixing just didn't work in the theater we were in I want to believe that it was the theater we were in I really want to believe that it was that mm-hmm. because God I I just I, the the idea of listening to that movie again
1: makes me upset
0: it makes me feel ill because it made me feel ill the first time we had to hear it um but just to think that there's twenty eight thousand theater employees going out who are losing their jobs because those theaters are closing and that's just in the states i think that's an an additional three and a half thousand in the uk wow and that's the that's not the largest chain like if amc goes out of business too like that's more people yeah I hope I have those numbers right. If I don't, I am. I'm sorry, but I'm that is what I read. Mm -hmm. And it is really, it is really something to think that we're at a point where these change, these big, seemingly like indestructible titans of industry. Yeah. I'm not sure they exist next year. And this is the first time I've really felt. And sorry if this episode of the podcast is a bit of a downer. <laughs> we'll find a fun, lighthearted way to end it in a few minutes. But for now, I'm. This is the first time I've really felt like, oh, Regal Cinemas might not exist next year. Yeah. Cineplex Odeon might not exist next year.
1: I mean, I don't know what people would do for movies in Canada then. But I mean,
0: but I, but that's my point. Like you know, yeah. like the, these. This I don't has no. Been... That would
1: have to. That would have to be an industry the The government would bail out.
0: Why? Well, They're not essential.
1: Yeah, but I don't know. They they make money and they give people jobs, like a lot of jobs. I don't know. I yeah. I would it, hope so, but honestly, I really don't know.
0: It It would be very it will be very interesting to see if that happens. Yeah. Uh, just because I can't imagine life without the movies, and you know yeah. me, like for me, like going to the movies is such a huge part of.
1: I, I I mean and it's less for me but I couldn't imagine never going to the movies again.
0: Yeah. I I don't think that I th- I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah. Here's the thing. I think that if these chains go down, mm-hmm. I think that what replaces them because those spaces aren't going to magically turn into something else overnight. Yeah. There's going to be movie theaters yeah. with equipment and w- that are set up. Yeah. Someone will step in and make Amazon movie theaters or Jesus. No, but seriously, like, yeah, Elon Musk will invest in it and make movie X. (laughs) You know what I mean?
1: Well, yeah. And I mean, here's the thing. If 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 covid totally annihilates movie theaters, you know, hopefully covid's not going to last forever. You know what I mean? And once it's done, then, yeah, someone can come in and kind of like restart it Mm -hmm. and hey like i don't know sometimes sometimes a complete overhaul is not a bad thing it would suck it it, like it really would but if that were to happen where if that was the worst case scenario and that were to happen you're right it's not like movies and movie theaters are going to go away forever there's no way
0: well i just i I find it interesting because we've been on this weird track with movies and theaters in the way that the movie pass rose and fell, and movie pass led to AMC A list plus. Mm-hmm. Which, if you are a listener to the original edition of this podcast <laughs> before Ariel joined Nerdy Nightly, uh, you know what I say about AMC A list plus, it was the best way to go see the movies. Not a sponsor. (laughs) Not yet. Not yet. Um, Well, maybe not ever. (laughs) Um, But, you know, we were on this thing where we had movie theaters doing their tickets through a subscription service Mm -hmm. because people weren't going to the movies. Like movie theater attendance, movie theater uh, box offices have been going up because the tickets are getting more expensive. Yeah. But the actual number of, um, as Dan Merle on his show calls it, the butts in the seats, the uh he does the butts in the seats index yeah yeah um to uh compare old films to new films instead of doing adjusted for inflation mm. um because adjusted for inflation is such a weird way to see how well movies are doing yeah but actual butts in the seats is you can how many people saw it mm-hmm. so the butts in the seats are going down even as the profits are going up okay. not profits the grosses very different things right um and i think that it is interesting that this pandemic is really ravaging the industry at a time when there was already some questions about how these companies were going to survive Mm -hmm. and about what the model for that business was going to be moving forward Mm -hmm. and we're now at a point where we are being forced and not so much we but the actual exhibitors are being forced to figure out what's next when they are in a position where they truly don't know what's next yeah you know if you had told me a week ago that the number one news story this week was going to be that trump had the president of the united states had covid and was riding around in an suv that's hermetically sealed with his security team his secret service who don't have covid exposing them to the virus in a hermetically sealed van mm-hmm. i would be like that's insane even for 2020 why would he do that to the secret service They're they do not deserve that uh-huh. but in the tv that's to my left that's the news story that's on because this year is insane truly it's truly insane what's going on and for the th- exhibitioners of movies whose entire business is groups of people in a room together experiencing something together yeah that will come back yeah it is really just a question of when and how much capital do they have to stay afloat until it does yeah because you know at the end of the day the brand name on the door of the movie theater that i see the movie in doesn't matter so much to me Mm -hmm. but i have really good memories associated with amc Yeah, And I've got really good memories associated with Regal. And I have amazing memories associated with Cineplex because I worked for them for three and a half years in high school. Mm -hmm. Um, Like Cineplex to me is a really special word because it was, you know, the first time I got promoted to a management position. And Mm -hmm. the first time I worked in a place that was wholly dedicated to things that I loved. For sure. And... There were some downsides. I've got some horror stories about that place in that building <laughs> that I'm not sure I'm allowed to say. Um, but to think that that name will be gone from the building is really is weird to me. Yeah. And it would be sad. It would be really sad because whatever replace it would be the same thing at the end of the day.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, but I, I get it. It's a nostalgia. Um, and that's that's totally valid you know?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But you know, who, who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? Like I said, maybe, maybe worst case scenario happens and it all comes crashing down and something better comes out of it, you know?
0: Yeah. I mean, you know, you've got to hope, right? That, that, that's the, that's the place that we're at in this is that, you know, they say a vaccine's coming.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Um, there, I'm not a, holding my breath. There's a lot of hope for 2021 now. It's it's interesting, you know, the, the conversation around it has been noticeably different lately in the last few weeks where the officials at the top have stopped being like, we're, we're going to get out of this. And it's like, all right, 2021 we're gonna to start to figure this out you know what i mean and that that kind of shift has started to happen where people are realizing that like it's not going to be this year yeah in fact things are probably going to tighten we're having we're gonna to have to tighten our belts a little bit this year yeah um
1: christmas is gonna feel very different
0: thanksgiving is next week
1: yeah right yeah, I, yeah in Canada. Weeks?
0: yeah thanksgiving is in the next couple of weeks in canada and
1: yeah i know know we're gonna be in quarantine for it how are stores gonna do like black friday sales or a boxing day you know what i mean like
0: i I didn't even think about that yeah oh my god black friday's a nightmare
1: i know it's already awful
0: a cyber monday on amazon is going to be the biggest Cyber monday ever yeah you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. what what's the saturday one small business saturday
1: i have no idea i didn't know that was a thing
0: yeah here's the thing y'all the the two days before Cyber Monday, which is great, there's great deals, and the day after Black Friday, which is awful. And don't do it, it's just <laughs> you're being mean to retail workers. You're just you're for the
1: most part, it's not worth it.
0: It's awful. <laughs> if you go to the store the day before Black Friday, the TV will be the same price as it is on Black Friday. They Usually, just yeah. do adjusted pricing mm-hmm. and they bump it up to yeah, I don't look up Black Friday and see that it's a scam, and yeah. then on small business saturday the day after black friday spend money in your local neighborhood yeah there are a lot of small businesses that are hurting right now because COVID is making it hard to stay afloat and if you could just take some of that money that you're making or the unemployment that you might still be on take some of that money and put it into the community around you into those small businesses that aren't funneling their money to some big corporate headquarters in houston or yeah wherever
1: or find a little etsy shop you know, yeah. that, that makes things by hand that you love. Yeah. You know.
0: You know, Arielle and I are, we're decorating our apartment right now. Yeah. And we're trying to find small creators, small, you know, we want some nerdy coasters and stuff. And we're trying to find <laughs> the kind of small businesses that we can support with our money right now. Absolutely. Um, because it's important, mm-hmm. especially right now.
1: Yeah. It's something that matters to us. And, mm-hmm. you know, if it's not something that you've ever really thought thought about before which is totally fair i you know i just encourage you to look into it and mm-hmm. and yeah put put the, put that money into the hands of someone who you know is using it to help send their kids to school as opposed to who's buying their fifth house <laughs> you know what i mean like that's,
0: that's that is a way to put it hey well uh, i you no, know. i agree i agree wholeheartedly i think <laughs> um you know it's been interesting as we've started streaming and we have this company now mm-hmm. that's you know um, making money and it, part of that is we need things from people yeah and i think that you know we have both been in positions where we've needed logos and whatnot and mm-hmm. it has been nice to go online and find small creators i mean you know yeah to be able to send money to our friend rebel to make our emotes yeah rebel trooper one on twitch um <laughs> if you need really cool
1: like hand-drawn emotes? hand-drawn
0: emotes great we highly recommend him he's really talented mm-hmm. um and it's it's been really wonderful to take that money that we were going to spend on something yep in that spot and give it to a independent creator who you know is is, is using it and, and mm-hmm. is is actually like is you know we're building something and at the same time while we're building something we're helping someone else build something as well yeah and sure. that feels really nice and it feels really um commu- it, it, it makes a community yeah and that's what we want nerdy nightly to be we always wanted this <laughs> to be a community yeah and it, it does feel like that
1: oh 100 we when we were when we were driving on our way to toronto you mm-hmm. know um david's like i miss streaming and mm-hmm. i was like i get it i totally get it like it's you know, you miss the people and you miss hanging out with them and just just being able to, to chill and, like, do something fun, like play a game that you love while hanging out with good people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I, like, there are not, like, that. that's probably one of my favorite ways to spend my time, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like. <laughs> and
0: we've been lucky that we've found really good people yeah i know we probably say that every episode (laughs) but it's it's true and we're just it's you know even when we're not on mic i mean ariel and i are constantly talking about about how grateful we are for you got you all and um yeah for you know just just the time it's it's not it's not really about anything else it's really about the time um and that is it's our most precious resource in life Mm -hmm. and to have spent so much time with you all is really special yeah. This is getting so sentimental. It was so depressing and now it's so <laughs> sappy.
1: Gross. <laughs>
0: oh, you know Joe Lurker is somewhere going, ugh, those sappy, yeah. sappy, sad sacks.
1: Yeah, he's like typing the Claris EO emote over and over again.
0: <laughs> Just over and over and <laughs> over again. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be an interesting holiday season.
1: Yes. Because... Because yeah. that's coming up quick.
0: Yeah. And we have... An election,
1: Mm
0: -hmm. a console release, which uh, two equally important things. Let's absolutely. I'm I'm kidding. (laughs) This is you know what this is what we're gonna go out on. This is the positive, inspiring, hopeful thing we're gonna go out on. If you are an American, thirty days from now, maybe not thirty. I I can't do math, but maybe twenty nine. I don't know. On (laughs) November third, two thousand and twenty you have the chance to exercise your right to vote it is a very important right it is something that you should take very seriously Mm -hmm. because it is your ability to engage with and influence the way in which your community and your country will spend the next two four or six years engaging politically Mm -hmm. and if you have not yet registered to vote it is not too late you have not missed your opportunity to engage in this right that you absolutely should engage with You still have time. If you are in certain states, uh, you can look on my personal Instagram at Dear David Webb and you will see what states are going to be running out uh, that have their voter deadline on October 5th. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I'm going to keep posting voting information on my Instagram uh, throughout the next month. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to sit here and tell you who to vote for. If you know me, you know who I think you should vote for. (laughs) But I think that you should vote for whoever you want to vote for. I think that you should vote for whoever you believe in. I just I want you to vote in the last election in 2016 a hundred million Americans who legally had the right to vote did not a third of the country who legally had the chance to have a say in how this pandemic went didn't vote Mm -hmm. and if you're one of those people who didn't vote and is upset with the fact that 200,000 plus Americans are now dead because of a pandemic that we know could have been dealt with better mm-hmm. and I'm sorry if I'm getting a little bit emotional but if you're upset with that and you didn't vote last time I really think that you should this time I, I really think that this is the moment if you've never voted before to start to engage voting is a really empowering and wonderful action in your life I have voted in a few elections now and it just it feels good good to be a part of it and it feels good to know that you took your voice that you are given by the virtue of being allowed to vote and you used it for something that you believe in and yes there is a very important presidential election going on maybe the most consequential presidential (laughs) election in our history Mm -hmm. but there are also so many other down the ballot important choices that you have to make. There are so many online services that will help you look at your ballot, that will explain your ballot for you if you need to. Um, How to Vote in Every State is a program that um, Hank Green started. Uh, If you google how to vote in every state, it will come up and it will tell you exactly how to register and how to vote in your state. I'm going to be saying this at the end of every podcast for the next month. (laughs) You're going to hear this a lot from me because I think that it is important and I think that it is maybe the most important thing you can do in the next month. Mm -hmm. Please vote. Please tell your grandparents to vote. Please tell your parents to vote. If you have anyone in your life who is over the age of 18, tell them to vote. If they're in the same state as you and you can help them register to vote, please do it. It just is so, so, so important. And the direction that the United States goes in the next four years, especially in the next year and a half coming through the rest of the COVID and the way that we leave this time period of COVID is determined by what happens in the ballot boxes early November this year. So please go out, make a schedule, set up reminders. Don't let yourself miss it. Please vote. It is... Uh, constitutional right that is afforded to you and that Mm -hmm. you should absolutely take advantage of Mm -hmm. and i'll get off my soapbox now
1: voting is sexy
0: voting is sexy (laughs) um i want a t-shirt that says voting is sexy let's do it I'm, I'm sure it already exists.
1: Oh, 100% it does. Yeah, I did yeah, not yeah, make yeah, that yeah. up. That's, that's. I'm pretty like, sure like Madonna you know,
0: in the 80s was like voting as sexy. And everyone was like, ooh, ooh love yeah. it. Yeah, yeah.
1: absolutely. <laughs>
0: um. Yeah, that and you know what, that that might seem like it's as down. Uh, the, the election might be as much a downer as talking about COVID is for some people. But I, I really I really hope that people are able to see the hope and possibility in the an election season yeah and see that like this is the uplifting part we have a chance to change things and to be a part of that Mm -hmm. and we should feel uplifted by that chance absolutely yeah yeah (sighs) sorry
1: (laughs) no don't be sorry that was that was a great way to to wrap this up Mm -hmm. i you know i appreciate you saying that i also think it's incredibly important um i cannot vote Mm -hmm. but um you know, I would if I could, and uh, you know, if you can, I think you, I think you should do that. I, yeah.
0: With that said, um, just want to quickly shout out um, on October eleventh, uh, coming up, our friend Fantaxia, F A N T A X X I A, and many other streamers are going to be doing a wonderful charity stream. For the charity, the Trevor Project, mm-hmm. which is an incredible um, group that benefits LGBTQIA+ youth, mm-hmm. uh, I am a huge supporter of the Trevor Project personally, yeah, um, and have been for a long time. And I just, if you are a Twitch person, <laughs> uh, follow us on Twitch. I'm at Nerdy 98
1: <laughs> I'm at Claire Shakaras. But
0: more importantly than that, please be in Fanta's chat. On October 11th. And if you can give, please do because they're doing a really cool thing playing among us Mm -hmm. um, to raise money.
1: First of all, it's going to be a fun time. Oh, it's going to be great. Fantas Chat is always bumping. She's a lovely person. We can't wait to meet her um in real life mm-hmm. um she's in cahoots with a bunch of other amazing streamers that we know mm-hmm. um including uh Skira daydream uh Turf, i think doug doug the riolu um we're,
0: we're missing there, i know there's, there's like 10 a, of he, them, yeah there's so. like 10
1: people and we're not yeah but please check it out a it's gonna be a really fun time b it's for an amazing cause mm-hmm. um even if you can't um donate or contribute monetary like um monetarily um just being there and um supporting the community and the channel is also just as important um so we're going to be there
0: we absolutely Um, will um and if if you're wondering if just being there does help it absolutely does the more people we can get in the room the higher up the twitch algorithm the stream will be yeah and the more likely other people will find the stream
1: exactly exactly so yeah if you have some time on sunday um please come hang out with us we'll be there
0: yeah um and that, again, is F-A-N-T-A-X-X-I-A, Fantaxia. Mm-hmm. Uh, you should be following her already if you're not.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't know what you're doing. Um, you can also <laughs> follow
0: us across the internet.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I'm at Clarice um, or at Ariel Ace.
0: Yeah, and I'm at well. Nerdy Nightly or at Dear David Webb. You can find us pretty much everywhere, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, mm-hmm. I, maybe TikTok soon we might re-download tiktok investigating
1: um yeah twitter um tiktok uh facebook instagram uh our patreon if you're not already a patron you can check that out for just a dollar a month we're about to go record
0: our patron only podcast around the nerd table and we don't know what we're going to talk about in that one yet but we're going to talk about something
1: absolutely we always do
0: we always that's where we get even more personal than we do here so yeah yeah um as we always say here my name is David Webb. <laughs> I'm Ariel Edwards. Do something nerdy tonight. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye.